Dude, when the music has lyrics, you know shit's going down. <laughs> That was a yeah, fucking yeah. lot. I love these long pauses because I'm gonna keep them in. Because <laughs> this is genuine shock. Yeah, my mind has been blown. <sighs> Alright, dude. Alright, I'll try. Welcome into Dragon Ball Super Dope. Episode 109 and 1010 review. <laughs> my name is Kyle Andre. Vaping Mike Norm. Michael Martinelli. Up in the house. I don't know what my vape is. I just made the sound effect. Oh, shit. You never vape? Yo, did you just give yourself like a proper vocal intro? That's my intro. Yo, the fact that you use your voice. That was cool. Stop it. Just fucking say- Use your words. Use your fucking words. We're here to talk about the pay-per-view event of the century. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck Mayweather, fuck Pacquiao, fuck that white Irish dude, M- McGregor, McGregor, fuck those guys because this is Goku v jeering one night only. Except maybe it might go to next week. I don't really know what just happened at the end of that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, man. We had a week off, no episode last week. It was a long week for me. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like it took forever to get to this Sunday. Dude, it just, like, what is there to look forward to? You know, like, it's Dragon Ball on Sundays. You know what I'm saying? Like, get to Sunday, Kyle. Get to Sunday and life fucking resets itself. Now I had to wait twice as long, and then life reset itself twice. Well, now we're back to normal. Back to the regular rhythm. So, this is the limit breaker, I guess. I mean... There was so much shit on the internet uh, the last couple of weeks that I thought I had the whole fucking thing figured out. And lo and behold, not really. <laughs> not really at all. So he goes at, he goes at Jiren. First of all, Rebrianne, the fuck, dude? Yeah, She's still cool. around. That annoys the fuck out of me. Vegeta blasting her at the end of, uh, I think it was toward the end of the second episode. That was cool. Still not enough, because I'm pretty sure she's still there. Yeah. Fucking. Just get the fuck out. You're a garbage, junk character. And I get it. They want female fans. You, think that's you want fucking is? female fans? Dude, that's all right. what it is. Get Cauliflower and Kale more involved. No shit. Because huh? seriously, the they're they, female fans. What better way to get more female fans interested in Dragon Ball than have two badass fucking female Saiyans from Universe 6. No, you gotta fucking shove this Rebrian bitch down my throat. Yo, I've said it a few times and I feel real passionate about it. The woman is a literal and fucking figurative roadblock and she's impeding progress to the fucking tournament. <laughs> I think the writers aren't stupid though. We're I think they the know exactly what they're doing with that. They that know trio. how mad I am. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they're they're definitely used as filler. They used to elicit an emotional response. I mean... Pretty sure everybody hates them. I don't feel like forums or anything like that, but I gotta imagine that that's pretty universal. That's a ridiculous character. I feel like she's had more screen time than anybody. (laughs) We gotta do the math. I'm telling you, Rebrian is a joke to the writers. Probably. Like, 
they're like, the hey, boys. these guys expect to hear or see, see rather. They expect to see Goku do this, this, and that. Nope, just kidding. Goku's still fucking hold up fighting this lady. <laughs> no, nothing's going to really happen, and we're going to cut away to show you another part of the episode because that's how uninteresting her fucking fight scenes are. Love, motherfucker, love! I got a fucking heart crater attack. There's no redeeming qualities in the character whatsoever. It's just pretty annoying. But you know what? It's going to be that much more satisfying to see all of them get absolutely punted out of the ring. I kind of expected that to happen today. Like the Goku and Jiren fight was going to kick up and the power between the two of them, whether it be after Goku powers up with the spirit bomb, we'll, we'll get into the spirit bomb weirdness in a second, but whether it be from them just going at it or him powering up, I thought today was going to really thin out the rest of the tournament and kick out a bunch of people who were kind of just hanging out on like the periphery and this huge mass of power comes out and just fucking kicks him right off the ring. Yeah, I thought that was going to happen too, especially uh, we talked about it a little earlier in the in the other episode uh, what we thought was going to happen in the next one and that was probably something that uh, we thought was going to happen and I thought it was going to happen right when the spirit bomb went out. You see how like Vegeta blew back and a couple of the other members, I thought it was like, oh shit, it's happening now yeah. and uh, I thought it was confirmed, but no, there's some people. Interesting kind of spirit bomb. So... My fucking theory and and one of the popular theories were he was going to absorb energy. And we talked about it a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And it kind of ties into the end of the Future Trunks arc. He, Future Trunks basically absorbs all of this energy to make that, that blade from his broken hilt and slices Zamasu in half. Yeah, but it was like without their consent, wasn't it? Exactly. So what I thought was going to happen today was Goku fucking throws up his hands for the Genkidama and absorbs energy without people's consent. Uh, it was going to be like a rape geeky down there. Yeah. <laughs> it would have to be, because I don't think the gods Olivia. from other universes would willingly give him energy exactly. to win. Neither would Zeno. So I thought Zeno was going to absorb or give energy. And, and even once it started to play out on the screen, like you see all the Universe 7 people throw up their energy. And like for a second, I'm like, well, it's only, you figure three of them are, are knocked out. Krillin, Tien, and uh, Roshi. So they couldn't give energy. Did they? Oh, uh, they did. Krillin like, give energy. Dangerous. All right, no, I thought they, they were going to get eliminated too because like outside help. But I guess it wasn't. Yeah, that's what made me kind of question it. Yeah. But they throw up their hands, and I'm like, well, all right, it's only going to be nine people contributing to this fucking spirit bomb. Mm. How powerful could it possibly be? And then I'm like, yo, wait a minute though. The two androids with limitless key, unlimited mm. key rather, uh, Frieza. One of the strongest motherfuckers in the galaxy. Vegeta, who refused to fucking give up, so really yeah. ate. But he still, like, patrolled and fucking blasted people out the back. That right. was cool. Uh, Gohan, Piccolo, the people on the bench. That was that was pretty cool. But I expected it to be some kind of different energy. Not just the energy from the same fighters we've seen for the last 20 years that was going to make this change happen. Yeah, I feel like the spirit bomb was a little underwhelming and i'm not sure that that's the last that you see of it you know why honest with you. you know why it felt underwhelming because it happened in basically one episode yeah and i'm 28 man the first time i fucking saw the spirit bomb i think i was like 10 and that bitch took 25 episodes <laughs> <laughs> so to see it happen in just one was kind of cheap i think that was part of it i think the other part of it was because we live in 2017 and we see, at least for me anyway, I don't know if this is for you guys, but because I see these fucking things where basically, like I say it pretty regularly, I fucking hate you little kids on the internet. 
Hey, thanks for listening. I love you. <laughs> Philippines, you're cool. We get a lot of lessons in California. You guys are cool too. Even if you are little kids. But my point is, when I go on Facebook, I see little fucking kids on the internet ruining the episode for me before I can watch it. So I already had some like, you know, preconceptions as to what was going to happen. And I thought Goku was going to absorb this energy from the Universe 7, whomever, Xeno, one of the gods, all the gods, who fucking knows, and do this limit breaker form. Not the case. He basically got it pushed back at him. He fought back and pushed it back with a, a Kaioken times 20. Hey, by the way, Buckwild. Mm-hmm. And it still didn't do anything. And like enveloped him like quicksand and like it was we said it when we were watching it 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 was almost like a black hole kind of thing like he gets enveloped and he's gone nobody can sense his energy he's on the bench he's not gone where the fuck did he go dude you know what I found interesting about the whole thing is that they contained that one fight arguably the biggest fight of the tournament in two episodes Normally, all those major big fights are like five, six, seven, eight, ten episodes long. Well, I said it to you guys while we were watching it. The whole premise of this tournament that makes it unique is that it's a battle royale. Everyone fights, want, you know, everybody at the same time. You have the ability to be able to team up. This battle happened today, though, regardless. It was still a 1v1, and everybody was a spectator. Because Gohan, Vegeta, Piccolo. The only motherfucker who had enough balls to respect the format of the tournament was Hit at the end. <laughs> when Hit fucking jumps in. His head looks like a butt. It's a real motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. But it the Battle Royale format eventually boiled down to a one versus one, which is typical Dragon Ball, but like you don't anticipate it to happen given that they've so evidently tried to shake up the format with this arc. Yeah, but I think everybody could tell that it was going to come down to those two eventually, whether they would last two in the tournament or... Well, what's cool is that they kind of just fast-tracked it, and they were like... And they, and they said it, too. It's like, well, this fight is going to happen right now. If Jiren wins and he blows Goku out of the water, everyone else is just going to be like, all right, fuck, we ain't winning. <laughs> Quit. Done. Jiren, you win. <laughs> well, we're at the halfway mark now, aren't we? Uh, no, we are one minute away from the halfway mark, I think. (laughs) I wrote it down. Well, either way. Nope, I didn't write it down. Sorry. The fighters are getting better, you know, and we still have half the tournament to go. So we're probably going to see a lot more battles like tonight. How old do you think the next battle is going to be? Because it's going to be be hit Jiren. It's got to be hit Jiren. Right. I mean, all that's left is the cream. I mean, there's no... The cheese. I don't know. Yeah, Rebrian's still here. And that bitch. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, a literal and figurative roadblock to the progress of the fucking tournament. And she looks like she belongs in a Pokemon Center. I mean, there's 20 minutes left. She'll get 10 of them. (laughs) But it's going to be so satisfying seeing Vegeta just like smash her in the face. (laughs) (laughs) What a hope for that by now. So, there was a couple of weird scenes today as far as Jiren and Belmond, the god of destruction from Universe 11, go. Mm-hmm. One of the popular things floating out there on the interwebs with you asshole little kids is that Belmond is somehow giving power to Jiren. 
He's so, cheating. He's a cheating clown. He's a cheating motherfucking bozo. That might be allowed. They gave power to Goku for the spirit bomb. Why would that be? Fighters oh, for well, maybe, yeah, fighters, fighters for fighters. The right? spirit bomb. Not one of the gods of destruction. But whatever. It's not like it's been confirmed that that's the case. But they were talking about, you know, the mortal who is as strong as the god or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all you see as Wiz is narrating it is shots of Belmont sitting there on the bench with his fucking head down and he's smiling and he's like, dude, dude. Dude, dude, things are going great. Jiren's my guy on my team. Fuck that clown. You think they just did a switch? Like, Jiren's actually the god of destruction. And the clown is just some fucking clown. Like a Ginyu Force kind of switch? <laughs> like Captain Ginyu jumping into Goku's body? I don't think that. Because there was a couple of like telepathic... I mean, don't get me wrong. It totally crossed my mind. But uh, I don't think so. Only because... There are scenes where Belmont's telepathically talking to Jiren, and it's uh, he's referring to Jiren as Jiren. You know, and he's clearly like, leading him, so he's in charge. Not he's not just some clown. You gotta wonder what that dynamic is, though. If you become more powerful than the God of Destruction, do you then become the God of Destruction, or do you have to defeat the God of Destruction to do that? So, uh, as far as Universe Eleven goes, all of the talk is that uh, Tapo. So, Mr. Fucking Forearm, Jack Off, Mr. Yeah. Robotnik, whatever. Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> uh, he's the one who was in training from that universe to be the next God of Destruction. And if it's confirmed that, not, I mean, I, I imagine it is, but if Jiren is the mortal who is stronger than a god or has a power that rivals the gods and he's confirmed to be that guy, why isn't he the next god of destruction? My question, uh, my thinking is that maybe he already was a god of destruction previously, maybe, or maybe that universe just has him there to keep the god of destruction in check. Uh-uh. You don't think so? That's what the attendants are for, man. Yeah, but they don't directly fight the gods of destruction, do they? No, do but they, they totally them? fucking could if they got it line. I've seen Wiz do a little uh, neck chop to Beer's neck and knock his ass out. Like, without even breaking a sweat or really thinking about it. Mm. And that's dope as hell. I think it's dope as hell. Yeah. Super dope! So, what do you guys think happened when he threw that Gekidama and it got pushed back at him? I It, it looked like, like a some kind of alternate dimension almost. Or like a... I, I don't know what the fuck it was. He got sucked up by that Gekidama energy. Disappeared. And then he magically reappeared. What do you guys think? I think he got turned to glitter, and he was all that glittery dust floating around the arena. Just like came back together, reassembled himself into this Goku the Gray, (laughs) much like Gandalf. Yeah, we didn't really get any kind of clarification on what this form's called today. On what the form's called, they called it uh, Ultimate Instinct, Ultra, Ultra Instinct. That's what it was. Yeah, I I might have been writing notes. What's it called? Ultra Instinct. Ultra Instinct. It's something that the gods can attain, or the gods of destruction can attain. But it, I guess it's rare, because everybody was surprised that he was able to get it. So that's the thing that. that Wiz has been talking to Goku and Vegeta about since he started training with them. He's like, you think before you move. You need to have your body just reactively, um, you know, instinctively react and not have to think about it. And uh, that's like called the mastery of movement or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And I guess this form is uh, some kind of equivalent of that. And the big fucking thing is that Wiz can do it. Beers can't. If Goku really just achieved this, I mean, you have to think that it's not like a real achievement because he only got that because of taking a fucking massive spirit bomb to the mouth. Yeah. Maybe it's only a... Te- I mean, it's very evidently a temporary thing. You see him at the end of the episode and he's knocked out talking to Vegeta in that crater. But is he going to be able to achieve it again? That's my question. I think he will. I mean, there, historically, if you look at any of the transformations that he's attained, it's usually through some sort of beating that he takes or... Just and that's because of the Zenkai boost or... from, from, from Saiyans just naturally. When right. Saiyans get into battle, they get the shit kicked out of them, beaten within an inch of their life. They get that huge Zenkai boost when they heal and they get much more powerful than they previously were. Right. So if he absorbed this spirit bomb energy mm-hmm. and he became, you know, master, what was it called? Ultimate instinct? Ultimate instinct. Yeah. Ultimate ultra instinct. instinct yeah. Ultra instinct. Yeah. He, he gets all ultra instinct, mastery of movement, fucking limit break, whatever the fuck we're talking about. Right. He gets the shit kicked out of him anyway. Well, <laughs> does he wake up after taking a sensu bean or like a couple days in the fucking uh, rejuvenation chamber and wake up able to achieve that form again? Yeah, of course. You see how you, you think so? It? Yeah, you see how easy it was for them to go to blue or red or whatever after they've done it once. Yeah, this is a once, very different like, thing. Snap, boom. This is a very different thing. Red was achieved by a ritual. Blue was achieved off screen. We didn't even really get to fucking see how that really played out for either character. This one, though, this wasn't something that he achieved by himself. He achieved it because he was thrown into a certain circumstance. This was the outcome of the circumstance. Now the question is, can you replicate those circumstances? Or are you able to replicate those circumstances to be able to achieve that transformation again once... Goku's not going to catch a fucking Geki Dominant to the face every time he wants to do this transformation. He'll just fucking Kamehameha. Hey guys. Hey guys, I got to do my my ultra instinctive form. So can you please throw a Geki Dama at my mouth? Thank thank you. It is though. I feel like, you know, when you take a certain amount of damage or abuse and you achieve the ability to go that next level, that's what unlocked it for you. And now you have the ability to do it. It's not really the Geki Dama that. It facilitated it, but it was yeah. already within him. I mean, at some point, he's going to take enough damage to get to, to either die or be a limit breaker again, right? Yeah. Here's my next question. End of the episode, second episode, mm-hmm. Goku has the shit kicked out of him, hanging out in a crater. Still not eliminated because he's the OG son Goku. But you see Vegeta. By the way, dude, I love how Goku and Vegeta talk and and interact. <laughs> like like they're kind of friends, but they kind of hate each other. But like they're kind of cool. Like they talk like me and Carlton talk, dude. You guys don't know Carlton, but like it's like a buddy cop thing. Like one it's of not really a buddy cop, dude. It's not. I say you guys know. I say you guys to the listeners. You know, uh-huh. Mike and Mike obviously know who Carlton is. Carlton is my best friend since I was 11 years old. He's also super gay and a fucking asshole. A furry. Oh, well, I mean, I didn't want to air that part out. But. It goes like clowns, furries, and all the other people at Six Flags dressed up as animals. Wow. All right, <laughs> That's so you like put my top furries just below right clowns and then Six Flag mascots yeah. below yeah. 
the furries. See where your priorities are. <laughs> Staying away from all those things. But like, <laughs> if we have to reconsider it, like the people who are at Six Flags, they're at least getting paid for their time. The furries, exactly. dude, they're exactly. investing That's why a they're lot down there. They do it just because they want to. It's, yeah, that's a lot flags. of money. Well, I mean, they come, they try to hug you and take pictures. I'm like, no, get out of the way. Whatever, dude. Carlton's a furry. He's been my best friend for a long time, and I fucking hate him sometimes, but he's also my best friend, and I can talk to him like I can not talk to many other people. Vegeta and Goku have that same kind of uh, same kind of dynamic right now. Frenemies, man. Not even frenemies. It's no? it's beyond frenemies. They they were frenemies during the Cell Saga. The Boo Saga, when it's him and fucking Vegeta trying to figure out a plan to get the spirit bomb together and crush Boo, that's when they kind of became friends. Now, they're like good friends, but like they still also can't stand each other's bullshit sometimes. <laughs> whatever. The end of that second episode, you see Vegeta hanging over Goku and he's like, yeah, whatever. You're dead? Okay. Tell me how you did that. Tell me how you did that. Right. And Goku responds like, hey, you know, I'm not really sure. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent. Like, uh, I don't really know. And the fact that Vegeta is in there trying to get it right away. Goku is almost willing to facilitate it, but I guess he's unable to. At least to the bigger point. Do you think Vegeta is going to get this transformation? Eventually, probably. No. You don't think so? I mean, in the next 25 minutes. I don't, I don't, no. <laughs> I don't think so. No, you don't? Nope. Yo, I thought Goku was dead in, uh, in the beginning of this, dude. When yeah. he first caught that spear bomb, I thought he was dead. Yeah, I don't think Vegeta's going to go that far. I don't think he's going to push himself like Goku does. I mean, to the point Vegeta of death or Dama, near death. Exactly. Man. That's Vegeta would it, man. totally push himself to whatever He'd Goku probably get ring out before he get fucking killed or, or whatever Go went, Goku went through. I mean, maybe, but... I don't think he achieves the... Ultra instinct, but I think he definitely will hit some sort of next level or some crazy power. I don't think he gets eliminated that easy. Not this time. So I think it was the end of 107, the Roshi Vegeta Dream Team episode. End of the episode, he's like, Don't worry, old man, I got the rest of this. I firmly fucking believe that. Yeah. I think Vegeta's going to come out. This is the Vegeta's time to shine. He's going to fucking save everything. I know we all want that. But no, like, I really I think it, though. I really, I really think it. Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah, I think he got his time to shine in the last uh, tournament. How long have you been drinking? Since we started? <laughs> you texted me at like 6.30. You were like, oh, my son drinking beers now. Yeah, I exaggerated. I got a nice collection going over here. <laughs> one, two, three. I had one earlier, I think. Maybe two. You disappoint me. <laughs> and you disappoint the listeners. But Light, it's the beer for women. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck you. I like that voice. Yeah. Like, you fucking cut it out. This makes me have to pee. Dude, know. me too. You guys want to take a pee break? Yup. Are we doing the intermission? You want to? <laughs> yeah, you have to play the Dragon Ball theme with us. Dun, 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 dun. Who played that? Did you get that off the internet? That was on me. That was you, dude? That's awesome. I, you were here while I was doing that. I really? walked out in the hallway, I had it in my hands, and really? I was playing it. And then I came back in this room, and I sat down for like an hour, and I did two lines. They don't match up perfectly, but... Shit, man. It sounds pro to me. <laughs> 
There it is. Wait, nope. Nope, wait. That's it. We just took an impromptu pee break because super long episode means we drank super amounts of beer, <laughs> meaning we had super amounts of piss. Dragon Ball Super. Woo. Dragon Ball Super Piss. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We last rapped before the piss at Goku being inside of a fucking crater and Vegeta being like, Sup, motherfucker, how'd you do that? Tell me the secret of your ways. Goku all like, nah. Goku's like, yo, I can't. I don't know how. I don't know exactly what happened. Craziest part for me was the thing that I least expected, and I said it a little bit earlier. You take the Battle Royale format, you essentially break it down to the, just the one versus one with Goku and Jiren because they're just so both overpowered. You see all of Universe 7 observe this fight. Everybody. Both androids, people from the bench, Piccolo, Gohan, Vegeta, Frieza. And they're all just like, oh shit, here it goes. Goku's about to fucking kick it up because that's what Goku does. And we all expect that and sort of that. But it essentially takes the fucking uniqueness or uh, the quirk of this arc, throws it out the window, and it's just one versus one again. It's been a lot of one we ones. Except when Hit gets involved. Hit's like, nah, fuck you. Um, Universe 6's greatest assassin. Arguably, the greatest assassin ever. Tom Pai Pai ain't got shit on me. I love that he just threw himself in at the end there. I honestly think, I like I said, I thought Goku was dead for a second earlier. I thought he was out. In which case, all right, how do you beat Jiren? You got to think Hit is your next best uh, chance. What, do you think he's even got a chance against him? He's Hit? so goddamn strong. Here's where I think Hit might stand a chance. So when Goku and Hit fight earlier in the series, mm-hmm. Hit is not enough to fight Goku at first. And then through their fight, Hit doubles, quadruples, you know, whatever the fuck's after quadruples, uh, his strength. And he adapts to how strong Goku is, and he becomes that much stronger. If you could do it with Goku, why couldn't you do it with Jiren? I think there's a limit to it. Maybe, maybe he's super strong. He's holding things back, but I feel like that fight kind of ended on uh, almost. They were almost kind of even. Do you mean at the end of the episode where Hit blocks or Hit goes to punch him and then Jiren blocks him? Yeah. You feel like Jiren and Hit are even? No, no. I feel like Goku and Hit are uh, are pretty even. They, oh, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Much more even than, than Jiren is. Yeah. Yeah. And now Goku hit this new form. But here's the here's the thing about that new form. I, I'm not sure that Ultra Instinct is like the next level. Like how you go from Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan 2 to Super Saiyan God. Whatever that is. Yep. Whereas it's its own separate thing like Kaioken. Where you can combine the two. So maybe you can take ultra instinct and combine it with super saiyan god and see what happens there i feel like it's separate no that's a good point 
super clear cut as to what kind of abilities abilities can stack. Like Freitas was here the other day, and uh, he asked about Gohan, and he's like, "Hey man, Gohan's super fucking strong, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, he's as strong as he was in the Buu Saga, which is the equivalent of a uh, you know a Super Saiyan three. And he's like, "Oh shit! All right, cool. He's that strong in his base form, and then if he goes Super Saiyan, he's even stronger." Well, like, no, it doesn't work like that. But something like Super Saiyan Blue and the KO Ken does work like that in terms of a stack. Yeah. And we saw him do that today. It looked like he went Super Saiyan God. Yeah. Will, will this. Yeah. And he, he's been doing that. I think the first time he did it was against Hit in the Universe 6 tournament. He hits him with. By the way, that's when you know you're watching a real serious episode of Dragon Ball. Is when all of a sudden some fucking music kicks in and you're like. And I'm like, yeah, shit's about to kick off. Then they started singing. And then you hear the fucking lyrics. And I'm like, dude, it's about to go down. That shit happened today. Last time it happened in this series. Oh shit, did it happen in the Trunks arc? I don't think it did. Last time I can confirm that it happened in this series was when Goku beat Hit with a KO Ken times 20 command man. And that she was dumb. Dope. I think that shit's going to stack. I think he's going to go Super Saiyan God and with get that KO Ken going Instinct. and then put Ultra Instinct on top of it so he's going to have like a triple stack. People yeah, say you can't triple stack a double stack, but I think you can triple stack. Double, triple stack. You can't triple stack a double stack. You can't double stack a triple stack. Man, I want some Wendy's. Give me a double stack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should make fried chicken part of the... Uh, part yeah, of the it should be. I agree. Yo, $6 fried chicken at Walmart. Yeah. I went with Mike and Amber last Sunday. Bucket. Bucket of chicken. And I want have, that bucket, bucket, bucket. They have that... Um, <laughs> section where it's like pre-roasted chickens you know yeah pre-roasted chicken. we can each have our own chicken an entire chicken <laughs> our own pre-roasted chicken so i walked up to that because i was fucking you know hungry as hell I walk up i'm like what's up <laughs> what's up chicken talk, and your mic gets chicken. all greasy and what's up chicken how's your mother <laughs> how's your mom doing i don't know what everyone wants to eat you i just want to talk to you and that's when I noticed a bucket of fried chicken right behind those chickens. Ooh. And I ate the fuck out of attitude change there. Chicken. Oh, I want to eat you. But yeah, I think that's going to happen. So what do you think happens next? What is, where, where are you at now? As far as, like, there's plenty of rumors that were either confirmed and not confirmed today. I don't know, man. And actually, I'm kind of fucking relieved to have that be my answer. Yeah. Because some episode titles leaked out, and it looks like, according to the preview today, it looks like Jiren's going to fight Hit. And I can't fucking wait to see that, but that was like one of the leaked out episode titles. Yeah. And as far as that's concerned, like that kind of confirms that's going to happen. But the way these episodes ended today, I mean, didn't exactly happen how I thought it would in terms of how the power up works. Well, yeah, I mean, but so even even when the power, even before I saw these episodes today, what I basically thought was he was going to do a spirit bomb and absorb Zeno energy mm-hmm. and turn mm-hmm. into this fucking limit breaker, ultimate uh, instinctive thing, whatever. That wasn't the case. 
and something completely different happened. And he got fucking punched in the mouth with a spirit bomb. And Vegeta's like, yo, I saw that transformation. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. So honestly, and I wasn't really sure how things, how I thought things were going to turn out if everything that I just said was going to hold to be true. I'm not sure how I thought it was going to progress from there. Ultimately, I hope it'll be not so much the tournament being the focus, but the angels are like, oh shit, these guys are real strong. Yeah. We got we to gotta contain these guys and they fight the angels. Because if this really just plays out to the end as a solo tournament, like get to the end of this tournament and your universe is saved and then you, Goku... If the expected if the expected ending of Goku wins or Universe Seven wins, and they just wish back all the universes, if that kind of plays out, I'll kind of be bummed. Really? A, a little bit, only because like it'd be cool because there'd be a very big open Dragon Ball world for them to explore with new stories. Right. But like, I'd be upset only in that it's kind of fucking predictable almost well i mean we know one thing is absolutely for sure and that's universe seven or at least the fighters from universe seven are going to survive you don't have but why is that is it because seven wins is it because six wins and makes the same wish what if hit wins the whole thing and him being a professional assassin wants to atone for all the lives he's taken and he wishes back all these erased universes as part of universe six or, or or one big universe whatever it is not a bad theory not a bad theory. It makes a lot of sense. I don't know. I don't see a lot of redeeming characters in the other universes. Except swarming. for the other Saiyans. Yeah. In, uh, I think the other Saiyans are kind of weak, honestly. Yeah, but I mean, they're the few sympathetic characters you can yeah. find. They haven't had a lot of time to develop. And that's true, though, too. I don't know much I mean, about that. Of all the universes, the Saiyans, yeah. totally the most time. You mean Definitely, the Saiyans, the Saiyans besides... specifically? Those, yeah. those two. Yeah, the everybody Saiyans else. Kava. Everybody else can go fuck themselves. Annoying. He's like, oh, Vegeta Sama! I senpai! Yeah, but come oh, on, more senpai. Saiyans? Who doesn't want that? You want... No, I want all the Saiyans. I want there to be uh, Planet Vegeta, and Vegeta is the king of Saiyans. Sweet, that'd be awesome if we went in there and fucking that other universe and took the fuck over and said, fuck all you bitch Saiyans. I'm Vegeta. Dude, literally, I've been asking for that since Dragon Ball Super started and there were uh, there was confirmed to be another universe with Saiyans. I'm like, yo, the Prince Sean Ray Supreme again. Yeah, he doesn't need Goku. He doesn't need Earth. He doesn't need none of this shit. He's got it all on his own planet. Mm-hmm. All right. Actually, what'd you say about Frieza? I was saying that the the episode names, if you're looking at them, they're pretty historically deceptive. What do you mean? So, you can look at the episode titles coming up and take them at face value, or you can look at them and just kind of use them as sort of sort of putting you through the looking glass a little bit as to what's coming up next, but it doesn't really confirm how it happens or if that happens completely. And a Good evidence for that is the Frost and Frieza episode. I don't remember what it was specifically called, but it yeah, was something like, like Frost Frieza team up something. Yeah, like blah, join blah, blah. Malosh or something like that. Yeah. Exactly, but he just murks him at the end of the episode. So, like a true OG does, he didn't yeah. need Frost at all. You know why? Because he's Frieza, yeah. <laughs> and he is dude. Seriously, Man. to watch Frieza give up energy to the Genki Dama today. Yeah, that was, and, and and it was such a cool line. I swear to God, dude. Brandon's not here tonight. Brandon fucking hates Frieza. And I said this to him a couple of months ago, almost now. I'm like, yo, watch. They're going to try to make Frieza into a more permanent character. Mm-hmm. 
Because if you think about all of Dragon Ball Z characters, Frieza's the guy, dude. Yeah. And in terms of build-up for Frieza, when Dragon Ball Z first aired in Japan, they mentioned Frieza. Now, mind you, this is 1989. They start mentioning Frieza in 1989 in like really early episodes. Raditz, Vegeta, Nappa, they all reference Frieza. Two fucking years later, <laughs> two years later, this character has been referenced for two years and all of a sudden this character appears. He's the most hyped character, I mean, possibly in anime history, at least in Dragon Ball history. Mm-hmm. When the Golden Frieza arc was announced for the, the Fukatsu no F for Dragon Ball Super, same kind of deal. People were like, oh shit, the king is back. And if you think about him in terms of a villain, him versus, I mean, what are the three major villains of, of Z? It's Frieza, Cell, Boo. Of all three of those, Frieza is hands down all day, every day, the most diabolical motherfucker of them all. Yep. Cell just wanted to test his power. Boo was literally created to just destroy it. <laughs> Frieza is the most cognizant of his power and his ability and uh, he's the most able to do harm or do evil but he's also a fucking nutbag my point is I feel like they're really making a stride and bringing him in for the tournament was definitely a step toward that they could have very easily just had Boo fought in this tournament they brought him in because I think they want to make him a more regular character and assimilate him to the Z fighters in the same way that they did for Vegeta. And that'll be cool because he is super fucking evil and has literally control. He has been the most powerful motherfucker in the universe while Beers was asleep. It'll be cool to have him on the team, I think. But to see him throw up his fucking hand for a Genki Dama and be like, oh yeah. I have no fond memory of this move at all. This sucks. Here you go. Here's some energy. Crush that motherfucker. That was cool. Yeah. I'm not sure that he did that for the right reasons, though. I think he understands that Jiren is crazy powerful, and that might have been their best shot at eliminating him. Potentially. Potentially. So, toward the end of that episode, this is well after Goku and Jiren have fought after Goku comes out of the spirit mob. Right toward the end of the episode, Frieza says, this reminds me of what happened on planet Namek. Now, is that because there was a spirit bomb in close conjunction with a massive transformation for a Saiyan? So, planet Namek, he throws the spirit bomb, he bruises Frieza, he eventually turns into a Super Saiyan? Or, my brain kind of goes to what happens after that, I mean, th- those are really the two defining events of Namek. Is there something else to what Frieza said there? As to, this reminds me on what happened. Uh, this reminds me of what happened on planet Namek. Is there something else there? Couldn't say. That's a tough call. It, you know, it, was that in the preview of the next episode? No, no, no. That was at the end of the last episode. It's just Frieza standing there. This is while Goku and Vegeta are in the crater chit-chatting he's like overlooking the whole scene from a ledge somewhere out in the fucking battlefield and he's like this reminds me of planet namek some shit that went down on namek that's my that's my freezer voice 
Yeehaw! Yeehaw! This is like man, man, man. motherfucker all over again. Real close. Real close. <laughs> you think he's about to hurt him or help him? I think I think Frieza's invested, dude. I mean, everyone's been like, "All right, does Frieza really have a plan to, you know, overtake the tournament and kill the gods?" The only way he does that is if he's the last man standing. He gets the Super Dragon Ball wish, and he can somehow kill the gods or make himself more powerful than the gods, whatever it is. Yeah. That could very well be in Frieza's back pocket, but I don't know, man. I think the writers are really making an effort to kind of get him on the team full time. How do you redeem that character, though? Uh, you redeem him by the episode that you had two weeks ago with him and Frost and then Frieza being a tricky little asshole trying to fight Gohan, putting on a show. Pulls his punches and then knocks Frost out. You're like, all right, yeah, Frieza's kind of a prick, but he also just showed loyalty to his own universe and our team. And at the end of that episode, which I thought was one of the better uh, lines there, he goes to Gohan, he, he calls him Gohan san, son Gohan san. So, form of respect. I mean, Frieza's a very formal speaker as it is. I mean, he even calls Vegeta and Goku by, by san. So, like, yeah. He's a very formal speaker. But at the end of that episode, he's like, why don't we team up to continue to take out all of these motherfuckers? <laughs> that's what's up. I mean, I think Frieza might really be on the team, but I mean, that possibility of him potentially being the last fan standing, getting the Super Dragon Balls, and then ultimately maybe trying to make himself the most dominant person in the universe, all of the universes, whatever. I think it's real, but I don't know if that's the route they're going to go. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I'm not sure that those those things redeemed him as much as it just kind of solidified his want, his own self-preservation. He knows that he needs his team to survive the rest of the tournament. Yeah. Um, or you face, you know, getting erased. So, I don't know. He, he doesn't seem like he has too much of a conscience. But then again, I mean, look at someone like Vegeta. He was definitely sort of irredeemable and... Well, Vegeta has the most kills of anybody in the series. It's true. What is he up to? He's still nine, right? I don't know what it is. Oh, you mean in terms of the tournament? Yeah. I don't even mean in terms of the tournament. I mean, like, in terms of when Vegeta first debuted to now uh, versus everyone else in the Dragon Ball series, he has killed the most people. Oh, jeez. Yeah. There's some kind of graphic that illustrates him. He's got, like, mm -hmm. Golo's head, like, between his <laughs> arms. He's standing literally on a pile of bodies, like... He's the yeah. baddest motherfucker. I don't give a shit, dude. Vegeta, as much as Goku means a lot to me as a character and as a symbol of never giving up and always pushing past your limits, Osu, you know, Osu Shinobu, fucking push while being pushed, persevere push while being pushed. As much as I love Goku for that so much, Vegeta's way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> He just says. Um, so we did do um, something in the off week. We did have uh, my buddy Chris Freitas come in and we did a recap of the Tournament of Power up until episode 108. And uh, it was fucking fun, dude. If you didn't listen to it, <laughs> you're missing out. <laughs> Every time you say his name, I think of fried chicken and now I'm hungry. Well, that's the thing, dude. Chris Freitas and me. We ate a bucket of fried chicken. 
Gizmo. Yeah, you hear your dog? Yeah. Can't do anything about Let it. Man, he wants to be on the show. Gizmo. Oh, here he is. He loves me. Oh, they don't know how to do chords though. They're really stupid when it comes to <laughs> chords. You want to be on the show? They knock you on the door. You want to be on the show? Oh, like so much scratches. Oh, like so much scratches. My sneeze. So we did some on the off week, uh, you know, new, no new episode in place. So we wanted to be able to put out a new episode for you guys. So we had Chris Freitas. What's Freitas make you think of? Fried chicken. Chris Fried Chicken Freitas. Chris Fried Chicken Freitas. Oh, sh- yo, that might be his new fucking name now, dude. Chris Buckado Chicken Freitas. Buckado Chicken Freitas. Buckado Chicken Freitas. Kentucky Fried Freitas. Kentucky Fried Chicken Freitas. Anyway, we got some fucking fried chicken for $6 at Walmart in the hot food section. I got a bottle of whiskey for $10. So think about it. Already, this episode cost us $17 to make. Strictly from a supply perspective. It's a production cost right there. You're right. You know what I'm saying? He drank so much 10 high, dude. Y'all motherfuckers ever drank 10 high? You should be paying him for that. Dude. Look it up. Ten high's bad news. We call it Jimmy Juice. You know why? Shit's poisoning your Jimmy. That's right. That's right. Put your Jimmy in the dirt. Because it puts your Jimmy in the dirt. (laughs) Anyway, we had a couple of uh, giveaways that we did in conjunction with last week's episode. Because last week, Freitas just came in and did the reactions of the Returnament of Power to this point. And seriously, again, if you haven't heard it, that dude has got... So many fucking problems. <laughs> He's got so many problems. The shit that comes out of his mouth is pure gold. Like, I edited that shit all week. Dude, That sh- it was like three and a half hours of audio. It took me like between 15 and 20 hours to edit. Typically, a normal Dragon Ball episode for what we're doing here tonight takes me between two and three hours. All right? Just for like sake of comparison. I heard his shit a billion times. <laughs> a billion times. I still hear it now and I still laugh at it. Because it's that fucking funny. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't heard the super dope off week episode with Chris Freitas, do yourself a favor and go check that out. Uh, but in conjunction with that episode, we did do a giveaway uh, this week. Let me tell you what. Y'all motherfuckers are not very good at following giveaway rules. <laughs> This was a very simple giveaway, I thought. All right, make it last long enough. Well, I mean, that was part of it. It was only that it was four days, and I'm kind of considering. Shit, that's not long enough, dude. You don't think so? I mean, like a month, at least two weeks. All right. Oh, you know what? All right. Here's what I'm gonna do. Because it was four days, and some people actually followed the rules like civilized fucking adults. It was an off week too. It was an off week. But I figured, off week, nothing's going on. The fuck y'all want the fuck is going to listen to? Nothing but me talking about fried chicken, whiskey, and Dragon Ball episodes for the last five, six weeks. So in conjunction with the off week last week, Mike has now talked me into extending this thing. But I can't in good fucking conscience not give away something. So what we were going to do was a, we're going to give away an autographed Funko Pop of... Goku and Vegeta, signed by the American voice actors. Uh, Goku is Sean Schemmel, or Vegeta's Chris Sabbath. 
Both of them have been with the American dub, uh, the Funimation dub, since like 98, 99. So these are people that have helped make Dragon Ball what it is today. So they're going to be here in town in a couple of weeks. We're going to go out and collect some signatures. Here's what we're going to do. Would you say, Mike, like a month? Really? A month? Two weeks at least. Two weeks? Yeah. The fuck's the date? The 8th? Today's the 8th. By the time this shit goes up, it'll be the 9th. So that'll be what? The 16th? The 23rd? Does that sound accurate to you all? Sounds close enough to me. Totally the 23rd. That'll be the episode That'll be the episode 112 reaction, I believe. We're going to draw a winner on this contest. Again, Funko Pop autographed by either Sean Schemmel or Chris Sabbath. In the meantime, though, because this was a very short-term contest, we had a lot of love. Don't get me wrong on the Facebooks. Like a bunch of people liked the post. Not very many people commented. <laughs> Not very many people shared. So for future reference... There was that one guy. There was that one guy. <laughs> so for future reference, Dragon Ball Super Dopers. Dopers. <laughs> Yo, what up, Dopers? Yo, USBT Dopers. Yo, what up, DSSB Dopers? I don't even know what I just said. We're going to pull a winner right now. Not very many entries. Because again, all you had to do was like our page. Easy, right? <laughs> Comment how you think the Tournament of Power is going to end. Like we just fucking talked about for the last 35 motherfucking minutes. And then share the post. Un, dos, tres, beige. That's easy. Not for y'all. So we're going <laughs> to extend it out for another two weeks. We're going to draw a second winner in two weeks. But I have to draw a winner tonight. Because if yeah. I didn't draw a winner tonight. You give him something. Oh, exactly. I already know who it is, dude. I already know who it is. So here's, here's the second uh, stipulation. If this person doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> and doesn't hear me announce them as a winner, yo, motherfuckers ain't winning shit. I don't appreciate <laughs> you if you don't listen to me appreciate myself. You can say the name real fast. <laughs> the winner of the Funko Pop autograph Funko Pop giveaway. Is motherfuckers got a guess? This comment is Universe 7 is gonna win and wish everyone back. Popular fucking theory, and his name is James Collins. James motherfucking Collins. You win it. Hope you live in the United States Cause I'm not trying to ship international Yo, I don't know where else we can go With this lyric name James, 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 James Cowling You wanna fuck him Congratulations, James. You're a real dude. Appreciate you being able to read and reciprocate fucking basic instructions. The rest of y'all, better luck next time. We're going to draw this shit again in two weeks. And if you can't do it then, you can't do whatever. So prove me wrong. Give me fucking... Prove me wrong. Help me restore faith in humanity. And give me some kind of clear yes indication that you can follow instructions. In the meantime, I'm pretty sure Hit's going to win this tournament of power. And he's going to redeem his ass. And atone for his motherfucking sin.
Ta-da-da.